SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Well, uh, yes, it's time for us uh, to talk late night conversations and uh, closet conversations with Dr. Tabani Nguanyana, who's an independent medical practitioner with interest in human rights, ethics and social sciences. Good evening, handsome doc. It's been a while. Good evening, Patricia, and good evening to the AFMAs. It's indeed been a while. Listen, I, I just want to say we really, really appreciate your time. And I do know that at times you're on call and you're in the hospital and you are working nonstop, but you giving us your time is always appreciated. So thank you. We love it here. We love it here. <laughs> <laughs> we love you being here. So today we're going to be talking about some of the advantages and disadvantages of using uh, sex-enhancing drugs. And and I'd like us to zoom in on some of the local remedies and the local um, uh, potions, if I may so put it. There's one that uh, Ben and I have been talking about, and it was it's called Impesu. It's sold everywhere, doctor, in little packets that have no instructions. You sell, you find it at every street corner, at every little herbal pharmacy. And it's such a, a trend now. It's supposed to be a, a powder for male enhancing um, sexual activity and what have you not. But really, is it founded? Is it true that this so-called impesu is the answer to enhance male's sexual activity? That sells, doesn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, obviously, we can speak about uh, particular or a specific uh, uh, remedy. But I think the important thing maybe for the listeners as well is just maybe to also just uh, look broadly in terms of uh, why maybe people get uh, this low libido and the need to enhance their sexual drive. And then uh, also just maybe uh, look at what these uh, sexual enhancers or also perhaps contain and what they aim to achieve. So, uh, and then again, I mean, there's a, a, a trade names, as you mentioned, that maybe are marketed, that are popular. But uh, the main thing is really just to see maybe what is these things and uh, uh, what they contain. But uh, although there's limitations in that, maybe there's a, a lack of uh, testing in some of them, uh, then we just make assumptions to say, Perhaps they contain things that people need uh, for them to be able to boost their sexual activity. But then, on the other hand, there's also the female alternative, um, which is is also quite popular here in South Africa. Uh, it's also in powder form, similar color to this uh, impesu, and they they call it uh, pin code. Uh, Doc, do these things work? That's what I want to know. Do they work? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, There's a, a, a big question as to whether they work, but uh, we assume they do uh, somehow work. Uh, and uh, the main thing that uh, perhaps we can get our callers to tell us about is maybe what effect they have on them. Because uh, these are different kind of either plants or combination of things that are, that are traditional. Uh, that can have many effects, whether it has maybe a relaxing effect, maybe if you uh, suffer from anxiety, which is maybe might be reason why you uh, struggle sexually, or maybe they just have an aphrodisiac effect, uh, but they just maybe make you to uh, 
have an improved sexual desire or maybe they act at a physiological level where maybe they just uh, increase the blood flow to your private organs. So those are the uh, effects that they tend to have. And again, uh, when we go back, a step back as to maybe uh, why a person will need it in the first place, then that's where you look at whether does a person maybe have certain medical reasons that they have a, a diminished or decreased sexual drive, or maybe there's just some psychosocial issues or maybe relationship issues, or maybe they have some psychological issues that uh, need to be attended to. So the primary reason why a person will need it, I think for us it becomes a key thing, because in terms of what combination then you buy, uh, it might be dependent on the underlying problem as to why you have a sexual issue, whether you want to boost your hormones or whether you just want to in- increase uh, the sensation around your private uh, uh, parts, for instance. We are talking uh, to Dr. Taban Nkwanyana and we are looking at various uh, remedies and uh, enhancers and uh, drugs and herbal ones. Please let me know, A-Tima, have you ever tried Mbeso or Pincode or whatever it was that you drank in Biza, you know, uh, herbal concoctions? And do they help? Do they help? What is the sensation that they give you? Why did you resort to taking them? Uh, I'd really love to know about this. And also, I'd like to know if perhaps after taking them, were there any adverse um, you know, reactions? Because it's not always true that the reaction would be as desired or as good as we thought it would be. Please call in. You can be anonymous on 011-714-2006 or on 011-714-4045. You can also SMS on 41391 or WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. Dr. Tabani, there's a, a particular gentleman uh, that... Um, was right, you know, writing an, an article around his experience on using these sex-enhancing drugs. And he bought an over-the-counter one that uh, was manufactured wherever it was manufactured and, you know, doesn't really have much instruction. He took it. And in his article, he mentions the fact that he ended up having an erection for almost three full days and no amount of sex could diminish you know, uh, the erection. He was erect for three full days. And this got him very scared. So what could be in such a product that would give a person three days of an erection nonstop and even after jac- ejaculating, this erection just continues? Yeah, so, uh, okay, it could be many reasons. Uh, but uh, the main thing is that... Uh, it, it really comes to what uh, the comp- that uh, uh, enhancer contains. Uh, so there will be a substance that it contains, uh, which will have a, an effect on an erection. That substance will then uh, either be ingested, uh, maybe through your mouth, you take it orally, or you, uh, however you you put it into your body into the system. So uh, everything that you put into your body or into your system uh, has to be eliminated by a process, uh, either by through your kidneys, through your liver being detoxified, and then at some point it must wear off and be eliminated. So 
which means then the, the time, which we call a half, half-life of a drug. So if you pop in an aspirin, you pop in a panado, it has, it has a certain time it will spend in your body, and at some point it needs to go out. And there's a body processes that need to eliminate it. So, which means then there could be drugs that stay longer in your blood, uh, or maybe there could be drugs that uh, your kidneys or your liver fail to eliminate which might come down to as whether you have certain medical problems, such as maybe kidney failure, that will make this uh, substance that you have taken to stay in your blood for too long, uh, or maybe takes it uh, for a long time for your body to eliminate it. So it's a broad spectrum of things, uh, which could just be a combination of a lot of things. So the testing of uh, that drug will be of particular importance in that uh, if we know what is in that drug uh, that the person took uh, or that substance, we'll then be able to know what is its half-life or how long it takes in a person's body before it is eliminated by your kidneys or by your, by your liver. So that's an important part, I think, that will, which is what the, one of the problems with some of these over-the-counter or underground stuff that uh, people buy, that uh, maybe there's certain... Uh, components or uh, substances that they, they might contain that maybe are not tested or are not known to medical profession. And I'm glad that you mentioned the fact that uh, the kidney would need to process these drugs because you'd find that would be sitting or with a group of people and one will say, well, all of them would have used the same drug, but the effect of the drug on each person would be different. Others will say, mm, but I took this concoction and it didn't work for me. Others will say, whoa, I took this and yo, it was all night long. Yeah, uh, which is why uh, in in medicine, uh, and again, it's unfortunate that we perhaps tend to talk about the Western medicine, there's a concept of dosages. And the dosages is based on a, a lot of things, which includes uh, the person's body weight, for instance, which most people don't take into consideration, which means if you're bigger or smaller, uh, there are certain dosages might be need, might need to be adjusted according to your body weight. So most people just take uh, half a cup of a, a certain concentrate and not considering what is their underlying medical uh, condition, what is their kidney function status, what is their liver function status, and what is their body weight, and just their general health. Because then for some person, the same uh, amount of dose might be heavy, whereas for someone else, it actually might do nothing. So those are the things that people maybe need to think about. Let's go to a voice note. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Hi, Doctor. I'm a male on my um, late uh, 20s. When it comes to, to remedies like Imbiza and, and, and all these supplements, I've, I've never tried it, but I just need your, your opinion on um, whiskey. Um, for me, whiskey um, have been working for me. Um, I don't know if um, should I continue or what. Um, can you please um, tell me about the risk and, and, and what you call? For me, uh, whiskey helped help me to, to last long, you know. And 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 then in the morning, um, I I I I tend to 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 have um, a high um libido, you know, um, in terms of um um me coming, you know, 
so i just wanna find out uh, will you recommend that um i i keep on 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 relying on it or there's a there's a danger there thank you well uh, dr tabani you can hear that um around the whiskey yeah uh, it is a very important uh, question because uh, for most people uh, alcohol definitely uh, does help them uh, enhance uh, uh, sexual performance uh, again uh, for many reasons in that uh, the whiskey for instance as you say uh, might have uh, a certain uh, calming effect on his body for somebody, for instance, that might be on the edge or anxious and all that, and it might also have a certain muscle relaxant uh, or relaxing effect. And for some people, uh, then also with uh, because uh, one of the reasons uh, people also have a struggle, maybe they they have poor sleep, uh, maybe there's certain uh, relaxation that their body uh, never reaches certain relaxation level that their body never reaches. So the alcohol might help you with that in set, enriching that certain calm, a certain level of uh, relaxation. But uh, the problem is that uh, it might be helpful uh, maybe for a short while, uh, for a short time. But then later on, it actually can have a deleterious effect where then it starts to affect again your organs, your nutrition and your, your whole body health which then later on becomes a problem in that maybe then it affects your sexual uh, uh, performance. So we do get people that uh, when they are young and energetic, alcohol actually helps them with uh, achieving uh, an improved sexual performance, but then uh, it tends to have certain other effects uh, because it's obviously not good for your health and sexual uh, alcohol abuse later on can have certain other medical problems which then later on brings you a liver disease and other uh, certain other medical problems, but then you are unable to now have uh, improved sexual performance because now there's a long-term effect of alcohol. So in a short term, uh, it might have some benefit, but continued u- uh, use of alcohol then becomes a problem in that the same uh, things that you would have wanted to achieve then you may not be able to achieve later on. So yeah, I will say it must be for a very short uh, period instead, not for something that can be used uh, continuously. Well, uh, beware of the alcohol, even though it can numb, you know, um, you know, certain inhibitions. But yeah, you also need to be aware of the fact that if you take too much of it, Doc, it can end up causing you to have experiences that you won't remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, get yourself into vulnerable positions because alcohol does uh, tend to do that, eh? Yeah, most definitely. Mm. Uh, I mean, so again, uh, I think we just have to try and look broadly as well as to uh, the underlying causes for these people to have certain uh, uh, problems. I mean, you, uh, people will have different experiences and different reasons, uh, but uh, we cannot obviously encourage alcohol usage. As a, as a way of trying to enhance uh, sexual performance. So I think we also have to be responsible, uh, but at the same time, we have to talk about things that it can do, as you suggest, that uh, it, it, it helps with the lower inhibitions, it, it helps with the, your mind being at a complete relaxation state, which means it actually has 
a euphoric effect. It can make you happy, uh, which means maybe that's a reason actually now that uh, your stress level goes down, you are happier for a short while, then the sex drive kicks in, which might not be as a result of alcohol as such, but maybe your unresolved issues in your mind now that uh, there's a, in a, a lowered inhibition and all that and a calming effect of it, then you start to perhaps realize yourself again and then be able to have a sex drive, which means the main thing is for people to try and achieve that without using any uh, performance drug, which will be very key for anybody to say, what can you do in your life uh, to improve all those edges in sexual, which is a good thing. I mean, sex is healthy and it's desirable, but uh, obviously you don't want to depend on a drug to just be able to achieve a natural thing. Hey, doctor, this is Anonymous from Bloomfontein. Um, doctor, like I've used one once, I've used the remedies once, and it, it kept on my system for about a period of three days. I'd like to know if that's normal or that's abnormal of it. So would the doctor recommend something? It's anonymous in Free State, Bloemfontein, Mangawu. Anonymous, it seems like this three-day uh, effect is a common thing, uh, Doc. Three days, yeah. herbal remedies. <laughs> <laughs> and I read about someone else with a three-day issue. So can you recommend something that... I think the people that uh, make the concussion, they target the weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that you, if you boom for a weekend, you should at least... Uh, be covered for the whole weekend. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so Friday, Saturday, Sunday is on. It's I, on. I think, I, I think that's how they make their concoction to at this to say for because the thing is, uh, Patricia, for most people, uh, they either have uh, they have a target to say, uh, I, I'm maybe I, I work in Johannesburg and I'm going to my wife in 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 KwaZulu Natal and for a certain weekend then I need to go buy pretext uh, rank and buy something to go home for that weekend so I think the people that make this thing they know that uh, a person comes in to buy something for a certain occasion certain weekend or certain trip or whatever that might be uh, and again I think for them it's actually a good thing that uh, they at least give them maybe a minimum of three days or maybe an average of three days to say you should achieve that. Because I think it will be maybe a kind of a daylight robbery if it, it gave them an hour. So I think maybe there's something that should be we should be grateful for, that those that produce these things, at least they give them a, a minimum of three days to for, for it to work. Okay, now, Doc, let me remind our A-teamers that we are speaking about uh, remedies and sex enhancers. Perhaps there's something that you are using and you'd like to let us know, A-teamer. Please do call in on 011-714-2006 or 011-714-4045. For WhatsApp, send them to 0614104107. SMSs go to 41391 and they are charged at 1.50. We are talking to Dr. Tabani Nkwanyana, who is an independent medical practitioner with interests in human rights, ethics, and social sciences. Back to the three days with Dorotel. So, if you go and 
and these are men, right? So Anonymous and Bloemfontein and Mangawung is a man. So Anonymous buys this concoction that lasts for three days and he doesn't tell his partner. Now, the partner does not understand where this drive is coming from and she can't keep up. What then? What what happens in those instances or what should happen in those instances? Uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I think it becomes a tricky part uh, because I guess for most people, particularly men, is nicer to uh, maybe to try not to perform your partner and to show off. But I think uh, it's usually better if uh, both of you are on the same page. So uh, I, I, I guess it's an issue of uh, the partners trying to in, in improve their communication because uh, maybe the one that has a sexual issues uh, maybe is not open enough about what they're actually using for them to be enhanced uh, during a sexual intercourse. So because uh, then it becomes unfair perhaps for one partner to be on on fire whereas the other one maybe uh, is uh, is really behind so i think uh, it doesn't improve communication and maybe they should both be in it uh, or ha- use it if obvious needed uh, but perhaps the other partner might not need it because the whole thing about supplementation on enhancing uh, is also usually when there's a lack uh, but where there's no lack, then you still supplement. Then that's where you get uh, a stallion and, and a mule effect where one is uh, on fire, the other one is not, uh, which may be uh, uncomfortable for the other partner. So I think it's important that maybe there's improved communication in that aspect. Yeah, I think it's better when there's improved communication because you can only imagine, right, that your partner keeps saying, no, I've had enough. No, but I've had enough. And when you want to keep going, Mr. Stallion or Miss Stallion, you want to keep going, but partner is tired, finished. So it's better when partners communicate and, and do these things together. But now, sometimes it's not because people have a lack or people have um, or some, some sort of deficiency sexually. Sometimes it's just people who want to have a blast and they take these medications. Are, can there be adverse effects on a person who's healthy, sexually, um, you know, active, and they still take these enhancing drugs just so that they can have a blast of a weekend? Yeah, so... Uh I guess, uh, I mean, what you're saying is, uh, I mean, maybe they just want to uh, have more than usual. And again, I don't know why maybe people want to do that. But uh, I think maybe the the, the main thing there is uh, when we want to supplement something, we just need to know what you want to achieve and what is the shortage or what is the the a deficit uh, in that aspect. But once you constantly uh, oversupply uh, something that you do not need, uh, okay, so it depends again on what it is because the body is either going to eliminate uh, the extras that you don't need, uh, which means you're putting your organs at, at, at uh, extra work as well uh, for them to constantly eliminate. So for somebody that... Uh, they uses this remedy every day or every weekend uh, all the time, then it means the the kidneys or the liver is 
subjected to having to work extra hard as well to detoxify and to get rid of these substances, which might be injurious maybe to those organs. So uh, again, which means then if they are used short term, they might have a certain benefit and you might want to give your body chance to cleanse itself, to be free of these uh, drugs and for the body to generate uh, uh, itself again back, uh, back so that it becomes healthier. But if it's constant in your system and the, the organs are constantly under the insult of this drug, which might contain things that are dangerous to it, then there's going to be organ damage later on, and then there's going to maybe uh, health issues later on. So in the beginning, it might be a problem. And the other thing that happens as well, they, when you use the drug commonly, then it becomes a, a resistant or the body tolerates it, which means you constantly have to increase the dosages of it, which means a, a cup that you used for the past month now no longer meets your needs. You then must increase the dosage and again and again. So then a person who has been on these medications for too long, then they need larger doses, which can even have more effects later on. So long term, I would say it's strongly discouraged. Well, there is an A-teamer that's agreeing with you, and that's uh, Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg who says, you know, um, he thinks that many people who are using these concoctions will end up having a serious problem. They have to jumpstart always. It can uh, it can't erect on its own without supplements. So he agrees. Let's go to a voice note. Uh, uh, good evening. You're speaking to Anonymous. Yeah, Imbiza, Imbiza. Ah, well, the concussion. Ah, well, uh, that concussion helps me. You know, in nowadays we're not eating, we're not uh, eating well. Uh, let me put it like this: uh, the food that we're eating nowadays are not indigenous, and that affects us a lot. You know, when you get this Imbiza. Uh, concussion helps me a lot because you see when you drink the concussion sometimes it's bitter but you must uh, you must try to swallow it it helps it fights with the fats and also the food that we eat because the food that we're eating nowadays has a lot of chemicals it also affects also affects uh, when it comes to erection but if you get this concussion it helps a lot because you see, uh, even when uh, uh, in terms of erection, it also helps you stand still. So uh, for me, it helps. It, 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 it is working. Uh, thank you very much. Well, there's someone who uses Imbiza and it is working, Doc. Uh, let me go to Peter here, who's holding on the line. Good evening, A-Teamer. How are you doing, Peter? I'm all right, Patricia. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. All right. I hope my airtime loss. Um, I just wanted to tell you a funny story in relation to uh, these editors. When I was a very young man, uh, we used to go to the nursing homes to pick up young girls because you were never a shortage 
Oh my goodness, we lost Peter. We lost Peter. I wish he had given uh, Benzito his number because we could have called him back. But, uh, Peter, maybe call us again and give uh, Ben your number. We'd love to hear that uh, story. Um, a dog. Uh, yeah, in busy as Ben. Yeah, so I think, uh, uh, again, as I highlighted earlier, it's not so much about uh, whether it works or it doesn't work uh, because. Uh, Anything that you're going to put into your body is going to have an effect of some sort. So it depends uh, on what uh, effect is desired. And in, and in this case, for instance, uh, for in, uh, these things, and again, it's a, it's a wide range of things, but what they contain is a combination of either vitamins, uh, vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, or carbohydrates, uh, or in a certain essential oil, maybe it has omegas, Ginkgo biloba and all sorts of things. So all these things uh, can either have an energy boost, which means if you are somebody that is always tired, they might actually boost your energy. And uh, the combination of vitamins and certain essential oils can actually maybe help with sperm production. For some people that maybe there are issues that they have a low sperm count and they want to increase the sperm production. Uh, And some of these plants also, they can contain things such as testophen, which is a, a thing that enhances testosterone production in your body and all that. Uh, so it, the issue of whether it works or not is not uh, an issue of tonight, and I think most of them work. Uh, but again, is the issue of what is in there, what effect is there, and as much as maybe they enhance sexual performance, uh, what are the problems they can cause, uh, and maybe long term. So definitely I wouldn't disagree that they work. Surely they do. But it's really in the how they work and in whether that maybe later on can cause you certain problems. Red Dog, you sound very confident that they do work. Have you tried any of these Invisas? <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> not. I wish I would. I wish I <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm putting I, you on I the do spot. a lot of reading around them and, uh, and on the evidence-based kind of uh, uh, reading. But uh, unfortunately, I've not used any of them. Well, uh, let's keep it that way. You're still very young, so uh, I'm sure <laughs> everything is working well. I, I, I do monitor my hormone levels, mm. and uh, I, and I know that, for instance, with certain ages, uh, you need... Because the main thing, I mean, as a medical expert, uh, I try to uh, look at uh, my life as well and see that uh, there's a certain ages where you, when you reach a certain age, you need to know what you need to supplement because uh, as, as you age, then nothing improves with age and there's certain things that go down and you need to be able to put yourself at a certain level where there's that constant or you keep a certain balance in your life. So again, that's why then at the end, we also might encourage people to say, if you actually have some of these sexual problems or you needing, there's a need for you to want to increase, maybe uh, seek medical advice and find out what is the shortage so that maybe you have a targeted uh, kind of uh, medical uh, treatment other than to throw in everything because this combination or these concoctions tend to throw in everything, things that you maybe need and things that you may not need, and then things that become extra into your body and then they just become a waste. So it's also important to know what you need, perhaps, at a certain age. Let's uh, go to the lines. Peter is back with us. Peter, before the break, let us know what happened in this uh, in your <laughs> younger age. 
Yeah, sorry, I ran out of airtime. So anyway, I, I, I get this beautiful nurse, and uh, at the end of the, sh- uh, the the night, we are now in bed, and she's so beautiful that as soon as I oh, now it's to the honeypot, mm-hmm. I want to blow. So she says, don't worry, I've got this thing called Pyeongtong. So she puts it on my uh, on my penis, and I said, no, this is still not working. So she said, okay, well, maybe it must go on the balls too. She puts it on my balls. Fifteen minutes later, I spent four hours in a cold bath cooling my balls off. It was the hang out of me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. You're Peter. welcome. But I, I have a trick that sometimes working. There's a song that gets sung like that. The lady says, I like a man with a slow hand with an easy touch. That always works. Ah, ah, thanks, Peter. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Let's go Bye-bye. to a break uh, and then we'll be back with Dr. Taban in Gwangan. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli Monday to Thursday 10 p.m. till midnight. We are speaking to Dr. Tabani Nguanyana and we're talking about sexual enhancing drugs and herbal remedies. The number to dial is 0891104207 or 011-714-2006. If you'd like to send a WhatsApp, send it to 0614-104-107. I see this topic is exciting. A lot of you A-teamers, um, because you're sending extremely lengthy voice notes. I can't play a voice note that is longer than um so please make sure you keep them sweet, short, and precise. And let me remind our sensitive viewers that this part of the show is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. Dr. Nguanyana, I've got a question here from uh, an A-teamer. Out of, the, out of the topic a bit, but very relevant. says, there's this thing of G-spot that always is a problem. The, and we can't find it as men. I want to know, can't something be put on a man's penis so that it feels good to a lady when it's inside? Because the inside of a vagina, it has those lines. I don't know what lines these are. Please educate me, doctor. Is there anything that can be found um, that men can use to find the G-spot quicker? <laughs> Do you remember when they talk about the beating, pen- penis beating? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's all in the quest <laughs> of trying to to find all this uh, uh, sports and all that. Uh, uh, but uh, I think uh, uh, when people understand each other and uh, maybe they communicate as well as to their needs, uh, I think it uh, it is possible uh, because the main thing is that uh, when you're having a sexual intercourse uh, uh, for both partners, it should be about how to satisfy each other as well. I know there's a part about satisfying yourself, but uh, it's also about the other person, uh, which means you can't just uh, maybe just engage in a sexual activity without knowing what the other person's needs are. And, I mean, I think this comes down even to the earlier question that uh, you raised about uh, one person just going on and taking visa and and all this without communicating with their partner to say, this is what I want for the weekend or when I'm coming down there. So we find that the other one's sexual uh, drive is extremely high when the other one is low and there's poor communication in there. 
and maybe you find that your partner does not even like it that you actually go on for hours and hours. Uh, so there's a bit of a discontent in there. So in this case, for instance, if a, a woman knows, uh, because I think they should be able to at least have an understanding of what will make them happy and how they want to have a sexual intercourse, and then communicate with their partner, with their man, to say, this is actually how I would like to have it, and then see a strike the balance between both of them. Because the men might also have their own wishes to say, this is actually how I want to have it. And then each time they have an engagement, then both needs are met. It's not just that it's one-sided. So people need to communicate to say, this is what will make me happy, and this is what will make me happy. And then two parties come in together, and they try to make each other happy. Now, we, we've heard of uh, a lot of other things, especially that women would insert in their vaginas to make their vaginas hotter or tighter or sweeter or I, I don't know what it does. But there's things like snuff. There's things like newspapers. There's things, all the, the you know, I've heard of a lot of scary things. Doc, are these safe? And do they work with the, for, and give the desired effect? Oh, uh, well, in, okay, so, so there's two uh, components or parts that you raise in there is the issue of safety uh, and whether they work. Uh, the working part, I mean, stimulation, uh, you can use anything to stimulate to your uh, certain desire. Uh, and obviously some people, uh, they get stimulated and then they, they get uh, the orgasm and maybe they they settle down afterwards. But other people, maybe they want to go on and on. Maybe they are, uh, either their libido is too high, maybe their satiety uh, it doesn't get uh, achieved or whatever, then they go on and on. Uh, so that's one aspect. And again, uh, unless if it's now seen as a, a, a sexual addiction or now an addiction of some sort that it starts to bother you and all that, but uh, sex, sex as such and ejaculation and orgasm is not an, an unhealthy thing to have or to do. But uh, if you now come to the safety and what do you use, then obviously you don't want to be self-injurious because uh, that's where the problem is that people use all sorts of things. And uh, having worked in a, 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 medical, a medical emergency rooms in the past, I've seen uh, where people uh, come in for where they have to have things extracted from their private parts, which might be dangerous for their health, and then things get stuck everywhere. And actually, some of the things that they use, they can actually even cause uh, uh, physical damage. Mm. So it is better to do the right thing and uh, seek medical help. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the the issue was, I mean, there are people who would want to use, for instance, say, sex toys. Uh, there's a, a certain uh, design, the sex toys, that are maybe safe to use, uh, but people tend to use maybe just any foreign object, which is a problem. Uh, because then if you just pick up any foreign object and, uh, to try and achieve sexual stimulation or sexual uh, orgasm or as such, then that's when it becomes a problem. But if it may be something that is clean and that is uh, maybe safe and that's something that's not going to break and disappear, 
because this is what usually is a problem that uh, when you put things inside, then they break, and then it might be difficult for you to actually find them afterwards. And then you find that you end up having to present to the emergency room uh, for it, the extraction all the time. And it's common that uh, each uh, after each encounter, people have to come to hospital for assistance, which can be quite embarrassing for them. Mm-hmm. And here's one that has destroyed a marriage. <laughs> Anonymous says, uh, good evening, late night conversation. Uh, coming to the topic of tonight, I had once been given a drink to boost my sexual performance by an old woman. That drink ruined my marriage as I was always erect. Never mind, I ejaculated. And I am given in my manhood about triple XL. So the manhood is huge. And top of that, always erect, even if he ejaculates. So these things do happen. eh? These concoctions can create an issue. Yeah, uh, definitely. So that's why I'm saying again, dosages, uh, uh, communication, uh, be on the same page and understand the, the consequences, long-term consequences. Uh, and then maybe just try and, I mean, sex is desirable, but just try and do it safe and uh, obviously be responsible and just think about your health and the long-term effects as well. Excellent. Doctor, thank you so very much. I'd, I'd like us to go uh, next week, uh, if you are available, into the issues of, of you know, the G-spot and understanding the the makeup of the vagina. Because that message that we receive from the A-team is saying that the vagina has lines. Um, I want to know what sort of lines these are, okay? Yeah, I, I think that's actually quite important, particularly because I think tonight's topic uh, may be focused mainly on the men's side. Uh, and it will also be very interesting to try and look at the a topic that uh, maybe caters for the women as well. Okay, so next week we're talking the vagina. Okay, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thank you Doc. so much. Thank you. Have a good morning. Have a blessed morning too. It's uh, two minutes after midnight. Happy Thursday. It's the 29th of October. And uh, yeah, we are back again at 10 o'clock in the evening. And we are going to be talking all things late night conversation. Make sure that you tuned in. Let me remind you, if you want to kickstart your day with a good note, tune in to Sound Awake with Mantla Shongwe at uh, 3 a.m. until 5 a.m. And after that, the breakfast show comes in with Stephen Hrutters and the breakfast team. So uh, let me love and leave you from the side of the A-team. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.